Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. My name is Victor, and I'm here with my wonderful wife, Patty. Hey. And today we're going to talk about how to come out of the spiritual closet with your friends and family, which is not always easy when you start to wake up to exciting truths about yourself, about the nature of reality, and many other exciting facets of information that pop into your consciousness as you wake up. It's very, there's, it, there's usually like a, a push and pull effect where there is a growing desire to be understood, to talk about maybe the most interesting thing that you've ever experienced with other people. You, you want that connection. You want the understanding. You want to just be heard. And yet, you know, most of us anyway, know that if I was just to speak openly and honestly about my experiences, about my newfound thoughts about reality, well, I would likely be judged, ridiculed, and, and uh, you know, and not really... And, and just maybe even made fun of or something, you know, because it's a, it's a tricky thing. But what a lot of people find is that they eventually come to a point where suppressing their authenticity becomes too much of a chore. It becomes too tiresome. And inevitably, the cat's going to get out of the bag one way or another. So that's why we're going to talk about this topic Based on our trial and error and my many mistakes with this whole area, we're going to talk about like how, how would we advise based on going through this big time, um, other people who feel that desire again to express themselves authentically, how do we advise, how do we advise them to go about doing that in, uh, you know, the cleanest and smoothest way possible. You ready, love? Yes. <laughs> okay, so there's a few things. As I always do, I, I have four or five bullet points here. One of them is just to sort of quickly reflect upon my biggest mistake. And that was, I didn't hold back. I didn't have that, I didn't have the thought that maybe people won't really be ready or want to to hear what I have to say. So I just let, it was like vomit of the mouth. I, I told my friends, I told my parents that we were ascending, that we're ascending into a new dimension, that the <laughs> government is highly corrupt and controlled by interdimensional you know, reptilians and all of that kind of stuff that you normally don't bring up at the Thanksgiving dinner table. I just laid it out there. And as you could probably expect, my mom was extremely worried about me. My friends, they thought it was crazy. And even my wife initially thought it was a bit nut, a bit nutty. And but I felt I felt like, well, I, I had this information. I'm on this mission. I need to I need to alert everybody. I was kind of naive in that sense. I didn't realize that, you know, maybe it's not the the time or the place to discuss this. Or the maybe, way. <laughs> or maybe the information is not really doing any good except satisfying my own need to be heard, which was almost like a selfish thing. Um, so anyways, I hear a lot of people doing that. They're coming out of the closet way too bluntly, way too quickly, and then they become frustrated with other people when they don't, when people are like, oh, they think I'm crazy. They're like, well, if, if I would have spoken to my younger self, you know, earlier in my life and, and and the you know the 23 year old victor was to tell the 18 year old victor about all the crazy shit that you know i had to say <laughs> i would have thought I, myself i would have thought i was nuts i wouldn't have believed me so right what do you have to, anyone do you want to add to that love 
Um, well, you can let them know how it was you know, on your end because I did well, that, that to you. Yeah, that's, I mean, having been on the um, other side first, I am very cautious with my wording and um, I don't really tell people that kind of thing that I know aren't ready for it. Right. Um, Why don't you tell them real but, quick, how, how, were you, how, how did you react when, yeah. I, when I told you all well, that, about yeah, those I, things I just mentioned? I was just about to do that, yeah. Um, so when you first started telling me things, what what was the first thing? I'm trying to think. I th- it was about like December 21st, we're going to yeah, ascend no, and become before light bodies, you, all that. Yeah, you started talking more about like conspiracy type stuff, mm. which was actually something I could wrap my brain around. Um it freaked me out big time uh, because the idea that we're being manipulated and controlled um, in various ways, you know, is kind of who, but it's easier to wrap your mind around something like that. I feel, or for me anyway. Um, but when you started talking about, you know, ascension and how we're going to go into the fifth dimension and on December 21st and all that, that was like, I, I did my best to listen to you because I always have the outlook of, well, let me back up, actually. Um, when you first had your kundalini awakening and you you were like telling me all the things that you were experiencing, I thought, okay, I am not experiencing them, but he seems to be experiencing them. So who am I to say that that's not real for him? So that was just my natural like outlook on things. So when you started talking about December 21st and all that, I, I did my best to just listen with an objective mind and hear you out, even though I felt like it was all, you know, a bunch of BS. I didn't tell you that. Um, but sometimes you would say things that would really make me feel afraid. And I would have to stop you and say, listen, babe, I've had about enough. I need you to stop for now because it's making me feel afraid. Um, and if I didn't say it in that way, you would just keep going, you know, right? because you'd be so excited to tell me all this stuff. And I, I wanted to be there for you, but at the same time I was like, I don't know if I can get behind this. (laughs) Right. I look at your response as about the best case scenario. And a lot of people won't have that fortune of doing that. But I'm glad you were honest about your response that like it, it made you afraid a lot of the stuff, which Mm -hmm. is, I think the effect. That's um, what makes people react negatively as fear. Yeah. Especially if what you're saying is, does resonate with them on some level, but they're not quite ready to really digest that big pill Mm -hmm. you know and then i think it's that fear response that can cause people to get angry or feel threatened Mm -hmm. you know especially if what you're saying about the aliens you know challenges their whole ideology and their religious beliefs so it's a very it's almost a very intrusive thing to just spew out a lot of this stuff on most people, most right. people are not at all ready to hear even some of it, which is why they haven't yet. So yeah. I, I, I learned the hard way, not so much with you, because again, you did your, you were like awesome about it. You were very like oh, compassionate <laughs> and you were assertive and said, okay, you're freaking me out. With the, <laughs> the reptilians now, big, and that's enough of that. But for the most part, it could have gone a lot worse. What I, what was more of like, what I realized was I lost like credibility with like some of my friends and family. They're like, oh, wow. 
Victor freaking wacko now is what yeah. they thought. And and then now I'd be angry and I would get mad and say, Wow, they're just <clears throat> they're just so asleep. They just don't even know. And now I couldn't wait for the day for them to be proven wrong. You know, I had all this bitterness about it, but yeah. really it was me being way overzealous and And, and fe- really it was just your feelings about being judged, you know? Yeah, and it was just very inconsiderate of me to mm. do that to other people. And it only made me look like an idiot. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, that's bullet point number one. Don't do <laughs> learn from Vic's mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, number two, and we sort of alluded to this in, the, in many of these other ones in the first point, but be mindful of the words you choose and respectful of others' perspectives. What we mean by that is you can, in a sense, be heard. You can express some of the the fundamental, essential things you're going through, and by with other people, if you don't. If you don't insist on using words that only you're going to really die, you know, understand. Yeah. Like aliens or spirits. A lot of times you can sort of, um, like inter- use those interchangeably with angels, you know, and, and that helps people, especially people in, in religion, like very religious people, it helps them to sort of, you guys can have the same conversation, but you're just using a different word for the, for spirits and, and aliens really you know and beings and i think it really comes down to being considerate of the other person like the Uh other day not the other day i don't know a month or two ago my parents were here remember my dad he started talking about like what happens when you die Uh and he was expressing that he was kind of concerned that like you could tell he had some regrets and he seemed a little bit afraid like well what if i have to pay for all these just Mm -hmm. like it said in my catholic church yeah exactly he was raised in a catholic church but what did me and you do me and you didn't say well dad actually that's all bullshit and you don't have to worry you're gonna your internal eternal being we 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 quickly gauge where is my dad's head at what would be something actually helpful to say and i think what we started doing is talking about well you know dad Interesting you say that. We actually did a lot of research on near-death experiences, and we were both kind of fascinated about how positive a lot of these these experiences were all across the world, all across the board. And uh, it, it just based on our research, it seemed like it, it's maybe you could do a little research on that. So we tried to point them into it, something yeah. that might be a step he can actually take rather than saying, you know, well, Dad, you know, blah, 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 yeah. um, which is just going to like... It, it, well, and he digest. wouldn't. He, some people, if you if you start saying something and they hear one word that doesn't resonate, they immediately stop listening, and they start thinking. So they then they, for them they're not going to benefit at all from what you're saying. But right. if you say it in a certain way or or try to you know guide them in the right direction by saying, hey, maybe research this, you know, then they'll come to the information that they need when they need it. Yes. It's a, yeah, it's about really trying to be mindful of where people are truly at and you can, you can take them to another step, the the following step with your words. If you're, if you're creative and Mm -hmm. careful and mindful, um, and you could really help people a lot, um, but it requires a, a strong empathy for where those people are at and, and not a neediness for them to understand you. Right. Rather, it's like, you, I, I said all those things for him. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't expect him to understand many of the things that I'm into, um, but right. it was more like I saw an opportunity to help him in a way. And you did too. We both kind of yeah. like, we did our best to settle his mind yeah. in, in the way we felt guided to express. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay, number three is don't expect everyone to get you. That's a completely unrealistic thing, especially if you have like really like like orthodox, you know, religious parents and you want to talk about your past lives and dreams you've had in the astral plane. It's like it's unrealistic to expect people to understand. So a lot of times me and you just keep quiet about it because we know that if we were to talk about certain things with certain people, it would just not compute. It would not resonate and it would be kind of just do more harm than good. Right. Yeah. Well, I was um, I, I was just looking at the the paper here to make sure that this wasn't like a topic. But um, yeah, accept accepting that you know not everyone is going to be on this journey, and that's okay. That's part of their life purpose here, and and you know you need people that are uh, if asleep, if you will you know, because that's just their journey. That's what they came here knowing that that was going to be the thing. And you, it, knowing that helps you to not be so, I don't want to say aggressive, but, um, you know, yeah, you know, a lot of people yes. that like are hell bent on waking everybody up. Yes. When it's, it's, it's intrusive. It's not really polite. It's not really, it's not their helping. purpose here. It's right. not their purpose. Your purpose is to wake up, but not everyone's is. And that is okay. That right. is totally 100% okay because they on a spirit, on a soul level already know. Right. Yeah. There's many, this is like a, the earth is basically a big melting pot of various agendas. Mm -hmm. You could say, yeah. And there's a lot of people that'll get a lot of benefit on a much higher soul-like level from not waking yes. up, but perhaps experiencing the contrast of living in a world where some people do wake up and experiencing the accelerated changes, but experiencing this shift from a perspective of someone who's not awake, there's a lot of value in that. There's a lot of learning, and that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not really helpful to do, but we're kind of going off on a bit of a tangent. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's okay. That was another thing you wrote down, but we are. it's more that like- That was what I was trying to say. It goes along with what we're saying don't expect everyone to to uh to understand you yeah right and another part of that uh, unrelated to what we were just talking about is you don't need a, you don't need their approval right that's the liberating thing you don't need a lot of times if i really want to convince somebody of something is because i don't believe it within myself and if yeah. i can get enough people to say yeah Vic, i believe you then that satisfies my own insecurities but really what i've learned is that everyone's truth is different even among a lot of the spiritual people we yeah. talk to everyone's perspective just continues to become more and more diverse so mm -hmm. we're kind of left to our own individual journey our own perspective and that can seem sort of cold and boring but it's nice because then it alleviates it a makes, lot of the stress of yeah, trying to you're free you're free of that you're free of the expectations of you know what other people might think of think you need to do and vice versa right you know it it creates a lot of um f yeah freedom in that way 
Yeah, like my parents, they don't understand what I do. They, they're no, not, they they're, like try. So yeah, I know. It's bless sweet. them. They watch my videos yeah. sometimes, but they'll say, we just don't really know what you're talking about at all. But we like watching your <laughs> videos. <laughs> and that's okay. And at first, you know what? When I started doing what I was doing, they weren't all that supportive. They weren't like, they were concerned while well, you closed down a gym, you had a good business going yeah. and you had this nice house and you set up your life. And I don't understand why you would just break it all down on this crazy whim and leap of faith. Yeah. So, but I didn't need their approval at that time. I, I, at that point I decided I'm just going to rely on my own intuition, my own, and, and just trust in my own self. Mm-hmm. And fortunately that is enough. Yeah. So let's see. Another thing is to not make it a big deal. It doesn't have to yeah. like, even this topic in itself, almost in this sense, doesn't need to be discussed because it doesn't have to be a big deal. Well, how do I come out of the closet officially, spiritually? Well, here's what we recommend is you don't make it a big deal. You show them yeah. that you show them you've changed. You show them the results of the of an embodiment of these principles and that can be the most powerful way of shifting people. So right, yeah. there's a quote that comes to mind real quick, then you can go okay, low. Go it's uh, what, you are, what you are, what you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. Emerson, Ralph Waldo Emerson. That's a very powerful yeah, I love uh, statement, that. totally relevant. Yeah, Do you want to talk? I love that. Um, yeah, my parents, they don't know like what, you do for a li- like what you talk about they know like you have a channel and uh, these various things but they don't know what you talk about on your channel and they they don't know what we go through and all this stuff with this spirituality stuff but i show them just by being different and um just when i'm with them i just try to be loving and and kind and and show them support in every way that I possibly can. And that alone shows my parents that we're okay. You know, mm-hmm. everything's good. Because really, that's all my parents want. That's all parents want for their kids is that they're they're happy and healthy and, and okay. And um, my mom tells me all the time, you know, like how proud she is of the person that I become. And that was not something that she thought she would probably ever say, you know, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's really, uh, it's almost more powerful. Well, for me, it is more powerful because if I did go into all the various details of the knowledge that we have, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be good for her or our relationship really. Cause all it would make for her is to just to worry. Yeah, and they're just words. Yeah, even if you could s- sit there and, and show her some dot your parents a documentary to yeah. prove that that would have much less of an effect on just them experiencing their daughter maturing and becoming more conscious and yeah. more compassionate and more understanding, mm-hmm. more accepting, more genuine, more loving. Those are the attributes that are the result of all this information. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, they have an encyclopedia of all this stuff in their mind, but they're not really grounding it into their demeanor or their personality. And yet that's the way to really shame, change people. Mm-hmm. And then as a result of these us exemplifying all the things we've learned about, there have been those who have been ready that have found you know my YouTube channel 
channel or have reached out to you yeah like your brother or your your uh sister-in-law mm-hmm. stacy she like watches my channel and she's like it's like she's and even like some of my like my one of my my sister has a couple of like high school friends that follow me on instagram and they they kind of watch my channel so the ones who are actually ready for this stuff will find it when they need it and yeah. it might be from you some kind of synchronous type of conversation but oftentimes it's just in their own gentle and perfect way and then to those that are ready then it's it's more beneficial to be a little more open i would mm-hmm. say once but you got to be aware of the readiness factor yeah, yeah yeah exactly so yeah be the change you wish to see is what it really comes down yeah, to. yeah i love that quote cool well, I think that's about all we had to say. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we bounce? Um, I don't think so. I think that we we hit all the all the points. And- yeah, one thing I'll I'll leave I'll I'll end on because I know a lot of people hearing this are like, yeah, yeah, Vic, I get I it. Don't I don't want to hear that. <laughs> but I'm still lonely. I still yeah. have no one to freaking talk to. And I'm still going through something so challenging and important and life-changing. And it's I'm a social creature. I'm a human being. And it feels yeah. good to to be heard. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it is the path you came to walk. And the more you walk it, the more your life will become filled with those who will be anxious to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And in the meantime, there's a lot of positive qualities that come out of holding it in in uh in respect for other people again something i didn't do so much in the beginning and i reg- i don't i try not to dwell on the past but that's something if i could go back i certainly would have changed because i realized that i like i did all i i, I talked too openly because of me and my desire that i couldn't hold back my desire to be heard but mm-hmm. that came at the expense of other people's feelings and uh and you know and instilled a lot of fear and anxiety in people unnecessarily yeah so anyways, my friends, good luck with all that. <laughs> it, it, they say it's a lonely journey and it is for a time. And if you don't believe me, listen to our recent podcast, which is all about attracting soulmates, <laughs> which is sort of some awesome payoff for this lonely journey. One of the many. Yeah. So you guys have an amazing day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your love and your support and your guidance. Not your guidance. You're like, you guys, you guide me in some, some yeah. sense. <laughs> but uh, thank you anyways, my friends. Have an amazing day. Peace. Bye.